The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. There is no such thing as an ugly win in the NFL as the Dallas Cowboys get the job done over the New Orleans Saints 27 to 17. The final score down in the bayou. It was a bayou bounce back. Still some concerns around this Cowboys team, but we're going to talk about that over the course of the next 45 minutes. Glad you're with us here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos, helping fans get in on the game. Welcome into the star in Frisco, Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips. We've got Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans, and gentlemen, the Cowboys got it done. They are 8-4. It's a win Nonetheless, even though the offense definitely does have some some concerns, but we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. We will. We're going to hit it. Rob Phillips, you were down at the Superdome. How was that win on the road? Well, there is such a thing as an ugly win in the NFL. That was an <laughs> that ugly happened. win in the NFL. Um, I Quickly, uh, before I took the flight to New Orleans on Wednesday, I was late taking the kid to daycare. Mm. Okay. So I went dressed in Batman pajamas, a black and red plaid checkered sweatshirt, and dress shoes. Tacky man. I love that. Just the worst outfit you've ever seen. Who cares? I got the job done. Ooh. Ooh, I like what you did there. That's... That's how I feel about this game. Mm. You know, it wasn't pretty, like you said, it wasn't pretty offensively. They're eight and four. And after the week they had, all the stuff they went through, no coach, no weight room during the week, virtual meetings, all that stuff, they got it done. If we're not gonna make excuses for the games they lost that didn't play well, then who cares if they won ugly last night? That was that's a tough place to play and that's a tough game to win on the road. I love that. That was awesome. Got the job done. It was weird. Oh, yeah. Charter like that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you showed up to the charter like that? Not exactly business (laughs) cash, huh, Chris? They probably drug tested him right away. He's like, Uh, who the hell is this guy? (laughs) He's lost it. Yeah. 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 You know, I don't understand this whole ugly win thing, man. It's like being called an ugly billionaire. You know? What? What? I'll take that any day. <laughs> I'll take it. However you put it, you know, it's a W. Uh, again, this this defense is finally the game that we got for the defense to to show up. And the one that we were looking for, uh, Tyson Hill, man, I, I want Taysom. Is it Tyson mm-hmm. or Taysom? Taysom. Taysom Hill. Uh, put some respect on his name because as a runner, uh, he is dynamic. Uh, you know, it's a poor man's T-Bow, whatever you want to call him. Uh, but he did his thing. Uh, loved the way that he passed the ball last night, you know, mostly to our team. And look, man, <laughs> good luck going forward. Four interceptions, <laughs> mostly to our team, mostly to the Cowboys. A lot of that late. But, I mean, four interceptions, unbelievable from from that side of things. And the the most impressive one was the one early to Jaron Curse. What a play from Curse. 
to dr- to to drag the toes Amazing. to make that play. But you're right. I mean, Taysom Hill can run it, but damn sure can. Throwing a little bit more tough, and he was dealing with that that finger injury too. So I'm sure that probably played he a was little out bit there. of a factor. He still <laughs> played. You're exactly right. Grinded it out. This is. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to Debbie Debbie doubt it. This Do is what it. I expect. This is what I expected. This is what should have happened. This is what should have happened. This is this Saints team is not what they were when they had Winston at quarterback. Let's be honest. They didn't have Winston at quarterback. They didn't have Kamara at, 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 um, at running back. They don't have a Michael Thomas. They haven't had him all season. They didn't have their offensive tackles. They didn't. They didn't have their, some of their main defense alignment. This was a depleted team. Yep. No different than how the Dallas has been depleted at different points of this season and we didn't perform the way we should have. So this is a game that you're supposed to win like that. We talked about it in the pregame show. This was the bounce back game for the Cowboys. This was a get your swag back type of game. I don't give a dog on what they have. That's unfortunate that their situation was what it was when they faced us, but guess what? We took full advantage. That's the way it should have been. We should have got a bunch of turnovers because we know that he's not a great passer. We knew that he was going to run the ball. So we knew we were going to get ran on a little bit. We didn't get the, get the ball moving offensively like we know that we should have, so that was very disappointing. Dak still didn't look, doesn't look like Dak. Zeke is injured, as we talked about last week. I mean, earlier in this week, there's a, everything that we that we knew going into this game happened, and so we should be no surprises. Ugly win or not, it's ugly because of the expectation that, that that we have and other people have for this team. This team did not perform to the level that they should have performed, even though they got a victory against another NFL team. But you got an ugly loss versus the Chiefs. You got an ugly loss on Thanksgiving Day versus the, the Broncos. The, the, yeah, yes. I mean, versus the Broncos and the Raiders. Raiders. I yeah. mean, those are ugly losses. Those are games that you go into expecting your team to respond, and they don't. Correct. And the questions that were asked before this game were, is this team snake bit? Is there something going on? All of the different things that were going. You talk a lot about diversity and uh, the the them going through certain things mm-hmm. and the culture yeah. uh, uh, of this team. Man, you saw it. You know, they had they were hit with adversity, not diversity, yeah. adversity. And, and they responded with everything that was going on prior to kickoff. This is a response that I think for me, it really set my mind at ease to see your leaders come back. Guys like Tank Lawrence. Yep. When you get a Tank Lawrence back on the field, you see automatically with what you have in Michael Parsons combined with his leadership skills and what he does in the running game. This defense, to me, took on a whole like they it looked different, right? So if we could squeak out some ugly wins, even though the Saints had some success, they had some success running, they had some success passing as well. But if you're going to squeak out a win like this, this is the one that you want, and that's a statement for your defense in the way that they play. I think I think two things can be true. Like, it's it's you're right. Like, the offense has created such a standard through half the season that you expect more out of this offense. And with five games to play – They've got to. Re- I mean, they've got to fix some things, and we'll get into all of that. Um, but you look around the league; every team is going through some kind mm-hmm. of stretch like this, yeah. and you just got uh, the way this week went for this team. And look, the way these this rivalry goes: the last two games, twelve to ten, mm. New Orleans, thirteen ten, Cowboys in eighteen. It's a tough game. I talked about the environment. It was kind of a weird buzz inside the the building early, late arrivals, and it kind of seemed like maybe the Cowboys fans were going to have an advantage. It got loud in there. It was a challenge for the offense offensively. I thought the communication was better up front pre-snap than we saw like in Kansas City. But obviously it wasn't as clean as they would like in in one big specific area of the run game. We'll get into all that, Mm -hmm. I'm sure. But, yeah, win the game. Get to eight and four. Yeah, get, get this mini buy. 
and rest up, Zeke, rest up. Please get please. your coaching staff back and and try to get you know regroup for the stretch run. Try to play your best football now going forward because it's not your best football right now. And that has to happen. And you know, and I know I know Cowboys Nation is excited. It got the dub eight and four. This football over these last five games do not get you past anywhere past the first round in the playoffs. Nope, just laying it out there from somebody who's been to a lot of playoff games. It will not get it done. Yeah. So that's why I'm not hype about this game. It should have been this result. You should win the game, right? You, you should beat up on Taysom Hill like this, especially when he has a jacked up finger, when he already was not a great passer, right? I think he has a little bit of that that um, Russell Wilson, to be honest with you. He, wow. He pushed it, I think. I'm not, I'm not no doctor, but it's not nearly to that. But I think I think he's probably along those lines. Like he pushed through. He's a tough, tough, tough SOB. But this is a team, this was not impressive to me. Mm-hmm. I'm just, and I, maybe my standards are just that high. My standards for the Dallas Cowboys is teams like this that are depleted like this, you're supposed to drag these boys in the ground. This was a one possess, possession game, majority of the game. And had it not been for, for doggone uh, um, Sean Payton throwing the ball on second, third, uh, second and third and fourth down, that one drive, this could have been a totally different game. Let me ask you this. For the teams that you've been on that, that had those playoff runs, winning in December is very important. Very much No so. matter how you how pull you get them it. out. Absolutely. No, winning in December. Correct. So you're right. I mean, the parity in the NFL is there. And if you look at the teams that are supposed to be the top-tier teams and who they've lost to, mm-hmm. they've lost to some teams that have been depleted Absolutely. as well. No matter how you get it, you got to get a dub. And winning in December is important. And at least getting healthy in mm-hmm. December. Absolutely. Now you're starting to see some of that happen for this team. I don't disagree with you. Get the dub. Absolutely, number one. However, this is something that is reoccurring. This is five games worth of not good football. I think we can all say that. This specifically is, offensively, not specifically to what we saw yeah. early in the this season. Isn't no just a, this isn't just a, okay, listen, we had one game that we didn't really show up the way we should, or two games. This is five games. What's, the byproduct, what's the byproduct of, of that sloppy football that you're saying? You were talking about execution yeah. last week, Dak, but what are some Dak's of not things? healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's. I mean, I'll take that back. Maybe Dak is healthy. He's not playing as if he's healthy. Okay, he's not accurate. His feet aren't set. His mechanics are off. Okay, and I think he would stay stand here and say that too. Zeke is should have sat last night. Definitely not. And healthy. I and I said that earlier in the week. Remember, you asked me that question: Is this good for Zeke or is this good for? Zeke? It's terrible for Zeke, and he didn't help himself last night. Zeke was. It, it hurt me to see him running how he was hurt, how he was running. You know, I thought about that because I, I was saying during the week he needs to play. They need him for pass protection. They need, no. they need him to try to run the ball. But it kind of felt like Tampa Bay in week one where it's like you're just running into a brick wall. Yeah, there's no I way mean, to go. So, maybe, you know, maybe this rest will certainly help him. Yeah, but look but, what it, look what but, it could have been. Oh, I hear it you. Could have been, it could have been 16, 17 days off for Zeke. I hear you. I, yeah. I wonder if he's going to be f- – Hundred percent the rest of the year. No. Anyway, though, I, I we'll we'll see. I, I do think ten days off will help him. It could have been a full half month. Come on of, now, of, of getting healthy, getting healthy, and he did, instead turned in thirteen carries for forty five yards. He's, he's not going to not play. Let's be honest. Zeke is a is a dog, right? He's there's, there's he doesn't have a character flaw in terms of somebody that you have to have a question mark. Is he is he committed? Is he not committed? He's hurt. He's not hurt, y'all. He's injured. There's a difference. Everybody on the, in, on that team right now is hurt. Everybody has something they're dealing with. Bruise, um, some kind of strain, something's going on. Dislocated finger. Everybody's hurt. He's injured. He's injured. And the only reason why they had him out there yesterday is for his blocking ability. You could have had somebody else do that. 
instead of running, letting him run out there and be gimpy on runs, instead of being gimpy on on swing routes and all that stuff. He was gimpy. And anybody that didn't see that last night, well, look at the way we'll he get you even some walks. S-Lors. Look at oh, the yeah, get yeah, you S-Lors lenses. It's, yeah, it's it's definitely been evident it's, the last few games. But he's in the catch twenty two. If, if he plays, he plays like this. If he doesn't play, they're going to be trying to talk about restructuring his contract after the season. Mm. You well, think it's deeper than that? Absolutely. Yeah. So. I, I, my, my question I was asking you, I, I, I believe that a lot – let's take a drink – continuity, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the wide receiver uh, position, I think a lot of that has to play in it, and, and especially the, the quick tempo, three games in 12 days, we've gotten past that stretch, not a lot of time to prepare, maybe more time to prepare uh, for New Orleans, but still missing Coop in those practices. It's just on that fourth down play to C.D. Lamb. Uh, for instance, that's a touchdown yeah. if you turn your head in the right direction. Either practicing that or being on the same page seems to be a miss. Yeah. But I think there were also some throws that Dak made last night. Really see, good throw. That throws. was like, you know, so look, hit or miss, whatever it is, you get the W. I think getting this break, quasi by whatever it's going to be, and get these guys back on the same page is going to be important. They still rank top five in the league offensively. So everything, everything that we're talking about, you're still looking at one of the top five offenses. It was encouraging to finally watch Amari, Gallup, and CeeDee Lamb together on oh. one drive that all created a big play on that first touchdown drive. Yeah. And Amari, it's like Amari out there for half the game, not even half the yeah. game, kind of unclogged things. He got the 41-yard catch. They called it a run with CD right yeah. after that, and then a great contested catch by Michael Gallup. Like that, like you said, there's signs yeah, yeah. that offensively they're going to they're going to get this going. But com- as a complete offense, the team that was running over teams early in the season. Yeah. We're not seeing that right now. Can I, can I get that Gallup play on a, on a poster? I need that poster. Ooh, man. That, that was, was a perfect poster. Beautiful. beautiful. That was beautiful, beautiful. beautiful ball. Back beautiful the end zone. You've done it a few times. Yeah, just a, few. <laughs> just a couple. Yeah. Now, the thing is about, you, you mentioned the complimentary take a drink. The football that you have to play, the offense didn't pick up the defense last night. And, and that's the thing going back to what you were talking about earlier as you can be half right in the fact of this was an ugly win, this was not an ugly win, because for the defense, it wasn't particularly ugly. Now, they did give up yardage. They gave up the run game. We can talk about it because that's got to be something you fix. You cannot give up 100 yards rushing to a guy like Taysom Hill, even though he is very talented and he's going to get his due. At the same time, you forced four takeaways. You had four interceptions. You kept that offense at bay. There was at no point in the game Maybe with the exception of the drive that that ended with the curse pick in the first half, where I looked at that Saints offense and said they have a rhythm. Yeah. I don't. I don't think they had a rhythm throughout the entirety of the football game. Yeah. And a lot of their yardage came on a chunk seventy yard play at the end of the game that was already in garbage time. Game was already wrapped right. up. You look at the scoreboard at that point. They got ten points. Yeah. And so through all of that. You're like, well, they did their job. Exactly. I mean, you ought to win if you hold them to 10 points until garbage time, right? Two for 13 on third down for the offense. This is very That's the stat. No, no, that's the stat. Straight up. That's the stat. And it's not just a one-timer. This is this has happened a few times. I'm trying to find it, but this is this is not. It'll be that's what, that's my concern. This is not just like, oh, okay, oh, we can we can write that off as just a bad day. This is reoccurring. This is a reoccurring thing in terms of lack of third down conversions, in terms of drops. We're still dropping the ball Drops, yeah. in terms of still there. bad location. Yeah, he has some amazing throws, but he has some really bad balls too, right? And so all these things are playing a part into Holy what's going to pop up down the road. What would you find? No, I, wow. I, I thought you were talking about New Orleans. No, I didn't no, realize no, the Cowboys, it, the Cowboys offense was 2 of 13. Wow. Yeah. yeah, 2 of 13. But also, let's give credit to the Saints defense. 
All right. They're good. Oh, no, they're, 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 they're feisty. Good they're feisty. And, yeah. <laughs> and there were some things that they were doing on third down, and they showed, they slowed it down. They were playing some some coverages and some fronts that I think that. Did you see what CD did to Malcolm Jenkins? Oh, he baptized him. Oh, my Jesus. He put him in the car, in the, in the front carrier. Oh. <laughs> That's one of those places you just got to, you just shake your head like that. That's you can do. Well yeah, yeah, young, young blood got me. But you, you mentioned some of the different looks. I mean, they brought two safeties two off the, out, the, out of the slot yeah, on that, that blitz, nasty. and they dropped two linebackers they in the Lot of, they did a lot of unique things on third down the Dak to try and confuse him, and they slowed up some things. And you saw Dak back there thinking with the ball, trying to figure out the coverage. Look, no matter what, ugly, cute, however you want to call it, <laughs> we're in the dub. We're eight and four. It's December, and we and look, man, we're gonna enjoy this. We're gonna enjoy this victory, but we got some people we need to take care of next week too. Ooh, you exactly oh. right. But we've got five shows next week to talk about. So we're not even it. we're not even gonna mention Washington. <laughs> not even gonna talk about Washington yet. Forty percent on third down for the year. That's, That's not it? very good for an offense this dynamic. Forty percent, very good. Wow. All right, when we come back here on Talking Cowboys, we're gonna hit Micah Parsons. He was fanatical again. The oh, bazooka. <laughs> Boom! Hit it again. We're going to talk about him and the impact that he and Demarcus Lawrence had on that defense. And then we're also going to talk about how, who is to blame for the run game? Who is to blame for the struggles on the ground? When we return with more Talking Cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes. Which is why SLR pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision. Essential Blue for protection. And Grisol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Back to Talking Cowboys. It's a great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys. You've heard it that Jason Witten has joined the Caliber Collision team. You can join him to do great work with great people for great pay. You can apply right now at jobs at caliber.com. That is jobs at caliber.com. 
Dunk. Isaiah's got his Tesla wallet out. <laughs> See that's, that right there? Yeah. That's streamlined. I need me some of that. Yeah, you got to con- You got to condense that. Yeah. yeah. That'll help the back I can put issues. this in that. You can't. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Back probs. Ooh. I could put that in that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. All right. Well, there we go. Right. What's that thing? Yeah. What do you have there, Kyle? Yeah, you know this is a helmet for sp- oh, smelly yeah. stickers. We're going to do that <laughs> later in the show. Yeah. We'll talk about that in the next, in the final segment. Yeah, let's show stickers. off those smelly yeah. stickers all day long. We're actually yeah. going to start, we're starting a new side today. Is that right? Yeah, Somebody we start the new coming side off, today. I know, way. I've got to kind of like push them very, down. Uh, it's, it smells really <laughs> different. Does it? Yeah, that's a lot of different things. A lot of going stuff on going on right there. Well, yeah, we can't scratch and sniff. All right. Cowboys defense. There was this guy yesterday that we talked about, Demarcus Lawrence, that is back and ready to go. But then there's another guy. His name is Micah Parsons. He had another sack. He's now up to 10 sacks on the year. And he's the first rookie since Joey Bosa did it in 2016 to have a sack in five straight games. Micah Parsons doing it all. And and I ask you guys this. We saw this when Randy Gregory was healthy alongside Micah Parsons. Now we see it with Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons. Is this a... Is this just a sign of sign to come of what's to come whenever you have multiple of your your dogs on that defensive side of the football because of the way that both Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence were able to play and get pressure? Yeah, I mean that's what you want. You want complimentary uh, football from your guys up front. You want to be able to see those twists and stunts and guys come wide open because offensive lines are having to pay so much attention to Micah or or, or, or Tank. You're seeing the byproduct of that. And when I saw both of these guys lining up in the A gap. I'm like, oh man, Dan oh, Quinn no. is really in his bag right now. Because what do what do you do as an offensive line when you see that pressure like that? And the way that they're using him, whether it be at the linebacker position and on that play for Jerron Curse made, mm-hmm. it, Michael Parsons was in coverage, and so just his. Man, the way that they use this guy is really special. Um, I, y'all know me. I've been pounding the table about him being an edge, but you just see how special he is all in all. I'm calling in the bazooka because I think we are watching something just very special unfold and a special player. And I feel fortunate and lucky every time I, I see him in an 11 with a star on his helmet that he's ours and we're going to have him for a number of years. But uh, you also see guys like Tate when they take the field, they know they got to up their game and play with a bit of a spark because you, as DeMarcus uh, Lawrence called him, the lone lion mm. is out there on the field. And Michael Parsons is special, guys. Y'all see it. Yeah, he's definitely special. I think he, I brought it up yesterday when we were watching a game in the studio. I think he needs to be in that discussion for a defensive player of the year, not only rookie of the year. Whoa. No, yeah. go jump out the no, cake. No, I'm, I'm out the cake. I'm out the cake. Whoa. Yeah, no draws. Um, Whoa. He, he needs to be in that conversation for a defensive player of the year. And I would be love to have a conversation with anybody, a nice little debate as to anybody who would think differently. I, I think he is. And yeah. I think a, game, a performance like that, on he's doing it on Thanksgiving. Yep. He's doing it on Thursday night from a national audience. He loves it. Everybody, he loves it. But when you, and everybody's seeing it now. When you name him uh, Defensive Player of the Year, do you name him as a linebacker or as an edge Ooh, rush? Or the Pro Bowl. Cause which he's going one? To the, which, he's going to the Pro Bowl. which one do you There's name no him way, as, yeah. P? Uh, Come on now. I think he's still a linebacker because, look, he was off the ball last night. But what, you call him a but, uh, but where do you want him? Where do you want him? That's that's the question. Yeah. That's the question. Hey. And I know where you want him. Yeah, I, just call him, call him a, uh, and, and outside I, linebacker like New England calls there, everybody. There you go. Yeah, and, and I can't say you're wrong. I can't say you're wrong. Like when he – that sack he had, the play of the game was third and two, 14 minutes left in the game. 
And it was the first play of the fourth quarter. First play of the fourth quarter. And, and New, uh, New England, the Saints are on the 26-yard line. He sacks him for an 11-yard loss, and they got a punt. And that's it. And you're, and you're thinking, like you talked about, like how challenged they were offensively. That's the game. Because you knew that that Saints team, especially as banged up as they were, were not built to, to play from behind no. in this game. That was the play of the game. I don't think, I don't think quarterbacks, they see it on film. But the closing speed that he has, they know. I, I they know. They, they know, they, but they, I don't think they, they really understand yeah. until they're out there. Well, like the last night, that was a, a perfect example of hey, we can out leverage him because Taysom Hill is a is a is an athlete too, and Taysom Hill was you're not that athlete. Yeah, yeah. And it's on just, that, there's levels of everything. Yeah. yeah. And on that play, Taysom Hill may have screamed and passed a little wind at the same time because yeah. Michael was on him quick. Well, Michael did a great job. I mean, he handled both of his, his responsibilities. He handled <laughs> He did a great job on that play, and I don't think people understand how difficult of a responsibility that he has on that play because he's the end man on the line of scrimmage. So he has to be able to, if there's a run play, he has to be able to run the play down from, from the backside, but he also can't lose leverage. So you see him take his steps down the line of scrimmage on a play action and then get back out How to his contain. How smart is that for a rookie? It's being able to react. It's being able to trust your eyes, trust your eyes. So he, he, he followed the run until he saw that it wasn't a run, and then he put his foot in the ground and was able to accelerate. That's when that acceleration, that first 10 yards of that 40-yard dash, he's a 4-3, but I would I would love to see what his first 10 yards is because that's the acceleration, that's the closing speed that people don't talk about. And that's one of the things that early in training camp when we were on the sideline and we were watching practices that Dan Quinn was by himself with Micah Parsons talking about going upfield and breaking back. So yep. you got to credit a lot of the success that Micah Parsons has had to really the, the thought process of DQ and what he's done. Now, the thing that's interesting about the snap counts last night for Micah Parsons, he was on the field for 65 snaps. 34 of those were in coverage. It was the most coverage snaps he's played all season. And he also was targeted twice, did not allow a reception. So, I mean, he's not only doing it as a pass rusher, but he's able to show that coverage ability. That was a knock on his draft grade was can he cover with some of the better high-end linebackers? He's answered that question. He's totally answered that question. That's why I think he does deserve to be in the player of the year conversation because not only is he putting up the stats, not only is he affecting the game, he's putting pressure on quarterbacks, but if he's able to complete his game by being good in coverage, it's even that much better. I got a question for you, Heck. What's up? (laughs) Who would you rather have on your team? Oh, no, stop it. Michael Parsons, Aaron Donald. Micah Parsons. Oh. Right now, Micah. Micah. Because he's 22 oh. years yeah. old. Yeah, Micah. <laughs> Micah. Micah all day. Yeah. He didn't have to think about it. Yeah. But also, Diggy Zua. Yeah, he got in there. See, yeah. that's another thing I was going to bring up was the fact that Parsons and Lawrence were on the field at the same time. It seemed like it opened things up for the rest of that that front seven. It looked like guys like Osa, Chauncey Golston were able to get in the backfield more so than others. Did you see something similar? Oh, absolutely. I'm just saying his quickness off the ball for a rookie. It's just it's amazing. He's cat quick. Um, but I'm I'm really excited for this defense to get Tristan Hill back. I'm I'm happy for these guys to get Randy Gregory back because that health and Neville Gallimore. I'm about to say you forgot about Gallimore. I have not <laughs> forgot about Neville Gallimore. But it's guys like that that we're getting back. That I think it's going to make the difference on this defense and it makes it so much easier for the back half. Do you guys think that we'll ever do you think the Cowboys will ever have their entire defense back this year? Well, I think there's a chance you're gonna get Gallimore and Gregory back next week. Oh. So then that's a yes. There's a chance. I don't know for sure, but they were both on the trip. They both worked out pregame. Oh wow. And they're both making a lot of progress. I I, I think it's possible. 
If not Washington, then the week after, I think, is a great chance for that. So they're getting close. What does that do in terms of our ability to stop the run? I think it ups it. Yeah, definitely. To have definitely. Gregory and Lawrence on the edge, and then you could have Micah Parsons either at the second level or bring him up in the middle of that defense, I think it helps you a ton. If you, had to pick, if you had to pick your best D-line to stop the run, who are you putting out there? Stop your, the run. Your, your, your best four. Give me Osa in the middle, then Gregory and Lawrence on the edge, and then Parsons roaming over the top. So you don't want Urban in there? Or well, Urban's out for the year. So he had, oh, yeah, oh, he had tried some surgery out for the year. His yeah, wife announced it on Twitter on uh, Wednesday, actually. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's a pretty it, good source. But, yeah, but also, source. but also, see what his absence has meant. Carlos Watkins has, has came on big over the, yeah. the, this this game. You know, played a yeah. really good game. And just par- talking about the guys on our line that can, you know, even if uh, forty one played last night, his name goes out of my head right now. Kamara. But Kamara uh, plays last night. I still think that he doesn't run for 100 yards. I think Tyson Hill, because of the read option offense, it's just hard. I mean, you got 10 guys all loading up for you to try and read this one guy. Uh, but look, as far as getting Neville Gallimore back on that defensive line, I think it does nothing but but do good uh, for us, especially with Urban being out for the – and we just see what his absence has meant in that running game and teams have been able to have that success because he was the one guy that was gobbling up blocks. And now – you know, we hadn't said his name, Quentin Bohannon uh, or Hamilton, but these guys are doing a pretty serviceable job as a one-two punch in the middle of our defensive line as well. You take away Hill's 11 carries for 101. Mark Ingram had 10, car- 10 for 28. Montgomery, 4 for 21. I mean, the biggest problem they had defensively were those pick routes that, that, that Sean Payton was calling to kind of free up some space in the middle would, of the field. That, I mean, that was the, the really the biggest problem. Deliberate pick routes. Oh, I mean, yes. Come on. Yes. Little, little, they don't call those no more? Nah, nah, the one where Callaway just ran a seam and took really, both guys yes. out? You're, yeah. not, you're not getting that call in that place. You never really called it on the Pats over the years either. No, they, you're uh, not getting that call. Yeah, The professional pick blocker over here. There's a way to do it, and that was not the way to do it. So speaking on the run defense, though, and keeping that that at yeah. bay, where did you see the biggest struggles from that off? Or excuse me, from that that defensive line? Was it in the interior, or did you think it was out on the edge? I mean, it was in between. I mean, we, uh, I know watching the film leading up to the game, we talked about it even in a pregame show, those guys were going to run. They were running power. I, I mentioned Nebraska type offense. That's what it was. Hey, we got our we have three four tight ends in the game. We got extra linemen. They had a lot of extra uh, big old big old line uh, sets in there, and we're pulling two people and we're coming downhill. He's going to take one step back. He's going to run a draw play, and we're coming down here. Hill, we got two, three hundred, two or three hundred pound guys coming down at you, blocking against your your linebackers, and then I have a two hundred forty plus pound quarterback that's coming right behind them. That's that's what they did. It's hard to stop. I don't care who you are. That's a large human being who's strong, who's capable, who's fast, coming behind a lot of a lot of girth. Yeah, and I understand. And we saw a lot of uh, Ken O'Neill uh, trying to get through those blockers, <laughs> and you know, just sometimes just Ole get you out ain't the got way. Your up, man. No, it's, you know, and and that happened a lot to us. But I think once we got to the point where we had a lead, yeah. and our defense was able to pin their ears back and play coverage on a lot of things, the only thing we were giving up is that cheap underneath and quick stuff. Yeah, but to, but to your to that point, teams see that what happened last night that. 
happened with Taysom Hill, but you can run that same type of running scheme with anybody, whether it's running back, quarterback, doesn't matter. Yeah. So that has to get sure up, and the only way that you sure that up is by getting penetration. If your interior defense alignment can't push the center, can't push the guard back into those pulling uh, pulling guards and pulling tackles, you're going to see a lot more of that going forward. So as we talk about who can get off the ball, who can get penetration, you need these Gallimores back, you need these guys, Tristan Hills back, because those guys are able to get up the field and prevent those guys from pulling and getting onto your linebackers. That's a good point, because going when you go into the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are not going to be plunging no. into a defense like that. They're not going to be Heck knifing no. through Aaron a defense. Jones will and but Aaron Jones and, and Leonard Fournette, Fournette yeah. absolutely yeah. will do that. They will go straight into the teeth of a defense. you got to make sure that you're ready for that. And do you think that's a different read? I, and, I'm just, and the reason I'm saying that is that a lot of our defensive scheme was Micah spying on Tyson. Uh, Taysom Hill. So I just, you know, I think it, it changed up a lot of the different things. It does that change we did up his ability to respond, right, in terms of being able to play downhill now. But in terms of that, that scheme and how it works, it's honestly pretty good against the Cowboys because they're not the biggest team on defense. So if you have an offensive line that's, that's with that, they're with it, they want to actually that get physical, that yeah. physicality. And I can get and I can get your your nose guard or your three technique. I can reach them and get an edge. Now all of a sudden I'm reaching with him. I'm kicking out and I'm letting two guys come up the middle. Now we're spreading the dog on Red Sea and had good luck coming downhill against my guard and my tackle. And the only team I worry about with that is Tampa. They can mm. do it. Uh, Green Bay's done pretty good at that lately. Green Bay's defense has really impressed me this year. They yeah, I'm just talking about credit. offensive line and the read that we're, we're you're talking oh, about. Oh yeah, I'm completely. I'm flipping it. Well, my I, I think Tampa. I think Tampa has the maturity and the patience to run that type of offense all the way down the field. And we saw a glimpse of it last night. I mentioned that one drive where you couldn't stop Taysom Hill. They kept running that play. They kept running draws. They kept running the, the, the counters. They kept running the powers. Jump straight over hey, bro, come on, man. Had his eyes closed. But them boys worked their way all the way down the field. And it was like, you, you can't stop them. You so can't they, stop them. And then Sean Payton threw the ball. Bam, and then times. he threw the ball again. And then he threw the ball again. And it's just like, thank you, but I don't know what you were thinking because you could have kept this freight train going if you really wanted to. That's the way it felt. It felt like no matter what Dallas did, you weren't going to be able to stop these boys from running the ball. And then they yeah. just abandoned the, abandoned the run for whatever reason. Yep. What did you think about that live? Did you see the same thing? Yeah, I mean, Mickey was going crazy in the press box. Wait, <laughs> you know, we, I mean, what were they doing? Why, you know, got, I don't know if they were getting cute. Was that your there? Mickey impression? <laughs> what are they doing? Come on. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't know if it was getting cute or if they just felt like because of those – just things get tighter down there, and they felt like they had to, you know, spread them out down there. I don't know, yeah. but yeah, we're, we're th- grateful. Thank you, thank you. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely did not work. Yeah. Whatever the what adjustment was. was thought to be made, it was not a positive one for the Saints, and the Cowboys took advantage. Now, I mentioned how we were going to talk about the run game. Who is the blame? I think we're going to have a, a big show on that on Monday because, it, like you said earlier, it's not just a one-game no. deal. This is a hmm. This is a uh, com- compounding problem. And the yardage didn't look terrible, but you could tell. But yards per carry, it wasn't there. It was 58 yards from, from it, Tony yeah, Pollard, deal. and that's what it, really made the, the numbers look better. It was the weirdest rushing stat line I've seen. Or, or you could say skewed. I mean, like you said, 58-yard touchdown by Tony Pollard. CeeDee Lamb gets a 33-yard Run. They called that a run. Yes, it looked like a screen pass to me. But the, I don't know what you guys. So, if you, so if you take those, if you take those two off, where are we at? Oh, 80. God. If you take off that oh. 80 plus yards, I went, where, where are I we went at to journalism school. 
<laughs> Quick yeah, AM math. Come on. Where's that Aggie math? Aggie math is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you after the break. Yeah. So, okay. So what about what about anybody got any uh, any gripes about the referees in this game? Did you were you okay? They, I mean, they definitely missed some calls. They but missed that's every that's ways. every crew though. That's why I say you can't right. pay attention to the rest because yeah. they're going to. What about miss. that blindside? Uh, that was terrible. <laughs> that helped us. Terrible. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was that, that was, was an awful call. That was that was an awful. That was exactly how you. We're sorry, New Orleans. Yeah, that was. But we're also not sorry at the same time. All right, let's take our second break. When we come back, it is smelly sticker time. It's been a couple weeks since we've handed out some smelly stickers. So we're going to scratch and sniff when we return with more Talking Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone. Even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. Back to Talkin' Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands, with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more. Do more Essilor on Talking Cowboys. Oh, have been in the weight room. <laughs> Dude, that was a push right there. You can hear the the mic just kind of tap the the little stanchion. Yeah, that was. He hit us with the grave digger back to life. Uh Which way is the way? Sit up. (laughs) The weight room that way. Yeah. Oh, there you go. All right, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Heckman Harrison, Chris Beam. Here's our tradition: after every Cowboys win, we hand out our smelly stickers. This is a tradition that dates back to last year when Heckman Harrison said it's like scratch and sniff. 
And we decided to take that literally. So we went and got some scratch and sniff stickers, and we handed out as our helmet stickers for our player of the game. Heckma, I'll let you start things off. You're dancing in the corner. I'm doing the cha-cha slack, uh, and I'm sure this is something you can do. Uh, Kyle Yeomans, you've done it at a wedding a few times. but Probably. Hey. <laughs> you call him the wedding crusher? <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that would be Are you Owen Wilson? Are wedding you season. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, hey, I had an awesome time. Awesome time. <laughs> My smelly sticker is going to go to the bazooka. And mm. I'm choosing cherries, boy, because you're the cherry on top of this defense. And it's one, Mr. Micah Parsons. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You like that? Look at them cherries. Like We're now officially time. into the second side of the helmet. That's what eight wins will do. Man, you. look at that thing. You see that facial expression right there? <laughs> that was Dan Quinn and the rest of the coaching staff. They did an amazing job. And Dan Quinn's face was just like this after the game because he was like, did you forget? <laughs> <laughs> Not the lips. Did you forget? Scrawberry. Uh, how big of a, a moment is this for Dan Quinn This these next 10 days? Because Mike McCarthy's not going to be back for a hot minute. Really? I mean, there's going to be a little bit of time. Hey, whoa. In, it's 10 days when he's, Is that a raw he's out, right? Uh, no, not necessarily. I mean, he's vaccinated. He's vaccinated. I, 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 I don't know different. if the coaches so. thing's different, but if he's in the players. Let's go to the booth. Chris Bean, please help us out here. <laughs> two negative tests, right, Chris? Yes, two negative yeah. tests. Yeah. I think 72 hours. Back, baby. Okay, <laughs> so he could be back. Well, you're talking about somebody ready to hurry yeah. up, get back. He could be back next week. Yeah, um, we'll see. Uh, Pineapple time. Oh, pineapples. I love pineapples. My favorite fruit. It's it's wonderful. Let's go with number 90, Demarcus Lawrence. D-Law? D-Law. Wow. Talked about him being a tone setter. First drive of the game. Tackle, tackle. One of them was stuff. And then a pressure on third down rushing inside. Like you said, kind of some some different change looks. uh, And kind of set the tone for the defense. Played 37 (laughs) snaps. Did a lot with it. And now everybody's coming back. It, it should be exciting to see what this defense can that do. That was a strip sack, by the way. That ball went backwards. Chris Beam confirmed it. Mm. Did it? Yeah, it went backwards. So it's a backwards ball. Should have been live. Should have been ours. Okay. But New York got in the way. Anyway. Oh, late in the game. Yeah. We're oh, yeah. About the Taysom yeah. Hill. Yeah. The one where yeah, it was his like, hand was moving forward. Yeah. Tuck, tuck rule. But the ball went backwards. Ball went backwards. I'm just saying. If the ball takes priority, the ball moving backwards or his arm the, moving the hand back, moving, moving forward. forward. If the ball moves fac- backwards, then any bat down at the line of scrimmage would be automatically. Yeah, be I don't a think forward. it matters where the ball goes. I think yeah. it matters what his elbows. All are. I'm saying is that was our ball. It's all I'm saying. I Blame Tom Brady. I think I disagree. Uh, I have a little peach here. Oh, it's a little tiny peach. You he's, like a good look, he's a good-looking fella. I do love peaches, and he's got a thumbs up. I don't know if we can get that to focus. The camera is an automatic focus. There he goes. He's actually it is an index <laughs> finger. It's just a number one up there. And I'm going to give this to Tony Pollard because you needed one big run. Oh, I see what you did. There. One big run, and that's who I'm going to give it to. You could give a ton of smelly stickers. I thought about giving this to Carlos Watkins for the pick six. I Curse. thought about giving this to Curse because he was. All oh. over the field, but I'm going to give it to TP because he needed the one big run, and well, he got it. There 58 go. yards to the house. They bounce it outside. Look what happens. Man, great blocks. Yeah, all, that's right uh, up in front, right? Mm-hmm. The field, yeah. Uh, any worry about the offensive line moving no, forward? Because they did a great job. You didn't hear Cameron Jordan's name or you didn't hear Demario Davis. You didn't hear either one of those guys. Mm, that's a great point. Um, they, so that means that they did a great job. 
even without the struggles on the offense or excuse me in the run game yeah, I mean, we have to we got to figure that out. I think that's more than just a physicality thing. I think that's more of a scheme thing. As I don't want to say more of. I think they both have their equal parts in that, and we'll address that on Monday. But mm-hmm. um, you know, in terms of protecting Dak, I think they did a great job. All right, final thoughts before we wrap things up here on this edition. Cowboys get the win, 27-17. to Heckma, anything stick out? Well, Cowboy Nation, I hope your team went win, and they won. <laughs> and uh, I think we're all happy. We're going to go into the weekend popping out collar. Mm. Wow. I like that. Uh, <laughs> Cowboys Nation, a lot, of, a lot of work to do. Yeah, A lot of work to do. You can elaborate more on that. You're not where you need to be. The, the Dallas Cowboys are not efficient enough to – they might they might be efficient enough to win the NFC East. That's not the goal. That, that's, one, that's the goal number one. Long-term goals, this is not going to get it done. So – Get to work, get into the darkened classroom, figure out what's going on offensively, defensively, stop the run. If you don't stop the run in, de- in December, January, you, you're going to have some issues. And then defensively, I mean, offensively, we got to figure out where Kellen Moore went. We got to figure that out. Mm. What, so, what is the number one thing for you that we're going to talk about next week? <sighs> to, to correct the, 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 the lack of conversion on opportunities. Okay. We're not we're not converting on those opportunities. Drop passes, big plays, third down, third downs. Those are opportunities that you just don't get back when the games really matter down the road. Twenty-seven, seventeen. I, I, I predicted twenty-four, seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> I predicted 17 Still got the win. Yeah, it works. Yeah, number one, get the run game going again. Yeah. You might want it's one forty-six yards total rushing. Subtract ninety-one from that, whatever the hell the number is for that. That's that's what they got on the ground minus the Tony Pollard play and the and the CD Lamb play. Mm. But I would say players off for three days now. They absolutely need it. The coaching staff needs it for everybody to get healthy and back. This is a perfect time for them. Yeah. But, yeah, lots to clean up. Big stretch ahead. Is it a normal schedule next week? Tuesday, Wednesday practice, Thursday walkthrough, and then they get into the week? It should be normal, yeah. Okay. Well, back to uh, – I don't know what they'll do Monday, but back to Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday practice schedule. They, they should be back on normal schedule. There. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's Finally. Good, good to know because, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's been a been a minute since they've done that. And then, of course, next week we will preview the matchup with the Washington football team as it's back to NFC East play. The Cowboys play divisional foes in four of the last five weeks. And these are crucial weeks coming up. Can't drop these games. you got to take advantage. We'll talk about that plenty next week on Talking Cowboys. But when we come back here on Monday, it is a wanted poster. Where is the run game? How do we fix it? We're talking about it on Monday morning, 9 a.m. Central Time. For Chris Beam in the back, Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. We'll see you next week here on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?